Welcome to Conversations with Joel. Joel's guest today is a Hollywood film and TV producer whose credits include movies like Same Kind of Different as Me and his latest film, Blue Miracle, Darren Mormon. Hey, so great to have you listening today, and I'm really blessed to have a friend with me, Mr. Darren Mormon. He's the head of Reserve Entertainment. He's made a lot of great movies, and Darren, you've done a lot, a lot with your life, and we appreciate you, you know, spreading light and hope, and I call it victory, but your films are so uplifting and just, um, you know, so well done, but thanks for being with us. Oh, it's great to be with you, Joel. I'm a huge fan of your ministry, and it's just an honor to be on the show with you. Darren, I like to go back. Uh, you know, you've had incredible success, and you know, we we'll read about the the movies you've done and all. But how did it start? Where where where'd you grow up? Do you know you're going to do this as a little boy? How did it all happen? So my my dad was also a pastor, and I I blame my dad often for it because uh, I would I I'd say this in public in jest. I, I say, Dad, I slept through most of your sermons, but the moment you tell a story, I'd be wide awake. Yeah. And story was just always important to me. Uh, so I didn't know I was always going to be a filmmaker, uh, but I got in front of the camera when I was a teenager and it sort of just progressed to, to what I really love is telling stories. So it's uh, been a fun journey, moved to L.A. in 97 to start the journey. I love that. Is your was it hard growing up a, a pastor's kid? You know, we do have something in common. I I didn't I didn't have a problem. I have a lot of friends that it felt, they felt very pressured, but I don't know what was it like for you. I, I don't think so. I felt like we had a pretty pretty normal childhood. I'm sure we got uh, ratted out by people in the congregation more often than not. But uh, yeah. yeah. It was pretty normal. Yeah. Was your dad excited that you were going into the film industry or was that, you know, counter what he would? Oh, my gosh. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he thought for sure I was going to hell. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's but he's a, he's a fan now. He, he he shows up and watches all the movies. and he, He's a fan of what I'm doing. Yeah. It's interesting, um, Darren, because that generation, like I didn't go to movies when I was growing up and it. It wasn't like people said, well, you're forbidden to. I said, I don't, I don't think I was forbidden to. We just didn't go because it wasn't something that my parents necessarily supported or didn't, didn't like some of the, but you know, it's a, it's a different, you know, of course we have a different view now. And to me, you, you were talking about telling stories. You, you read the gospel and, and Jesus told to, so many stories, you know, yeah. and he was, he was sure. the wisest, the smartest he could have been super intellectual, but you know what? He, he did things that related to people. And same way in my messages, like you said, with your dad, just, you know, a story can make a point in, in, a, in, a, in an amazing way. And, and I love people like yourself that take those tools and those talents to, man, you can impact people that'll never listen to a, to a minister. It's, it's so true. Um, you know, my dad pastored a small church, pastored the same church for 42 years, you know, and that was back before the ministry things that you do with podcasts and things that touches you know, tens of millions. Uh, but you know, when I make a movie like blue miracle and we sell it to Netflix, it, it immediately goes in front, you know, into 200 million homes. Wow. Uh, and then you, you sort of play that out. And it's typically somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 600 million people that can see your film. So it, it definitely has a, a huge audience reach. And my goal with the films I make is to impact, you know, 
everyone that sees it. So it's, uh, uh, you know, some, some people might call me, you know, a, a pastor in Hollywood, so to speak, because of that, because I can, I, I can tell, you know, timeless biblical truths to people that aren't expecting to get it. Uh, so when you, when you come to, when you come to your church in Houston, you're expecting to get something, right? You go to a theater, you're not necessarily expecting to be moved by God's spirit in a, in a, in a theater, but that's my, that's my hope with, with the films we make. Yeah. I love that. Hey, talk a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to the, some of your story, but I'd love to hear more about blue miracle. Tell it, tell me what it's about. Cause I know, uh, I haven't checked it out yet. And I know my, our listeners will want to as well. Blue Miracle is a true story uh, that happened in Cabo, uh, and there was a hurricane that hit there in 2014, and this orphanage called uh, Casa Ogar was uh, just about to go under, and a bunch of kids were going to hit the streets, and uh, and the orphanage director got invited to uh, bring his you know, a bunch of his boys on a on a fishing trip that they host every year called the Bisbee's Black and Blue. Uh, he thought it was a waste of time, but he decided to do it. And miraculously, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it, the, these orphan boys won this uh, this uh, Bisbee's Black and Blue, which is a Super Bowl of sport fishing tournaments. Wow. And they actually you know, made enough money off of that tournament to, to save the orphanage. So it's a beautiful, true story. Um, when we made the movie, I had no idea, uh, what had happened was, is COVID shut down everything as we know, uh, and the fundraising at the orphanage cut two years later, the fundraising at the orphanage had, uh, all dried up. They couldn't do their normal golf tournaments and everything that you would typically do. And, and the movie Blue Miracle comes out, uh, on Netflix, uh, in front of couple hundred million homes and in the first uh in the first year three hundred thousand dollars was was donated to the orphanage wow uh, and to date over six hundred thousand dollars has been donated to the orphanage uh and so uh the you know the orphanage director calls it now the green miracle uh, <laughs> so for them this uh this little fish story uh, has continued to, uh, to give back to them in, in amazing ways. So, uh, so oh. that's, uh, that's, that's the beauty of, uh, of telling a story. It moves people. Yeah. Darren, how did you find that story? How do you go about that? Yeah. So uh, it was a, uh, it was a news article, uh, that, that came out when it happened. And, and I was very intentionally looking for what I'll call Latino feel, U.S. appeal, uh, and, and I, with all my films, I like to have a little faith thread through it, uh, and it had all of that because it was a, it was a it was a Christian orphanage in in, in Mexico, and, uh, and it just had had all the right elements. Unfortunately, you know, Dennis Quaid came in and, and crushed it and um, helped us make a great film. Uh, so. That's what, how, that's how Darren, and what are the steps? So you, you just call the orphanage, you go down there and meet with them or how do you, I'm more curious about how this, how, how's it all happen? <laughs> yeah. You, this, the steps are, is you, you have to go get the life rights. Okay. And so, yeah, you call the orphanage, 
uh, and, and get involved in, hey, who all was involved in this story? And, uh, and of course, because they're orphan boys, uh, all, the, all the boys' names in the movie are, are, are you know, not real because we, we, you, can't, you can't have their names and likeness. But, but the orphanage director and his wife and some other, and, and the Bisbees, they all, they all signed on to help make the film. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun and, you know, I was grateful to have made the film. I love that. And, and Darren are, um, I've noticed a lot of your films are true stories or documentaries. I, you, you do fiction too, but, uh, it, do you, do you lean toward that? I lean toward that. I just feel like, uh, you know, as, as they say, truth is better than fiction. And, uh, you know, in the case of blue miracle, you know, some of your listeners may not like this, but I think if God were writing the Bible today, this this fish story, God loves the fish story. This fish story probably would have landed in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, God's just used fish over the years to to tell stories, and uh, the fact that these these guys, you know, uh, caught a four hundred pound marlin uh, to save their orphanage is it, it's just miraculous. Yeah, is that. Could they, um, did they win because they're more skilled and they live there on the water or was, or I guess it was just, you, you don't, who caught, who catches a 400 pound Marlin? Uh, yeah, uh, no, the orphanage director had, had never fished before. Wow. Uh, so, um, and, and the boys had never fished. Uh, so it was, it was, it was not skilled. In fact, the true story the true story around the, the catch is that um, the hook actually hooked the side of the fish. Uh, the, the fish didn't bite it. Uh, we, and we didn't put that in the movie. It was just, it was already miraculous enough. Yeah. And it felt, like, it felt like it was just like, yeah, you guys are just making stuff up. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. When, when God does some things, it's, it, it's so far out. You're right. I, I don't know if people would have could could swallow all that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that Blue Miracle. I want to check that out. That's I, I love true stories too. There's to me, there's something different about it. I like you know other movies as well, but uh, uh, there's something different about when it's a true story. Yeah, and, and when it's a true story, typically the ones that I gravitate toward have have uh, you know somebody in there that's on a faith journey. Yeah, you know, it's crisis, and so it's just organic to the story, and uh, you, you're not you're not making it up to sort of jam in a truth. It's 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 all there in that person's journey. Yeah, I love that. My guest today is Mr. Darren Mormon, and he's the head of Reserve Entertainment, a great uh, entertainment company producing really awesome films. And we were talking about the Blue Miracle, and we can ca- we can catch that on Netflix now, right? That's correct. Netflix original. It'll it'll be there forever. I love that. Do you work a lot with is is Netflix your go to or you work with a lot of different things? Uh, they are not my go to, but I, I love working with them and hope to do something with them here in the near future. So uh, I, I won't say any more than that. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, we were, well, we're making this. Um, we're having the writers' strike. Maybe talk a little bit about when you know we all hit adversity. Sometimes there's delays and. You know what? You still have a smile. You're you're not on here complaining, but maybe talk a little bit about. I know somebody's listening and they hear your success and all this, but you know what? There's bumps in the road. You're having to deal with something now. 
Yeah, it, it's been it's been a tough year in the entertainment industry. Uh, we've been shut down for I, I guess probably probably about four months. Uh, and so those of us that make a living making movies, which is all actors and crew and producers, uh, it's been it's been a tough journey. It doesn't look like these strikes are going to end before the end of the year. Uh, so a lot of us will go I don't know six or eight months or so without without a paycheck. So it's a it's a it's a difficult situation for you know you know not just me but but hundreds and hundreds of thousands of other people yeah. that are dependent on this work so that that affects people in Texas and Atlanta and you know how do you California. deal with it Darren more uh, personally maybe but again again I don't see you bitter or or angry I guess it's your trust in God yeah uh, for me that's it I, you know we. We, we, it was funny. We just, we just bought a house and, and I had a, I had a, a 24 hour window, uh, before it all closed to pull out. And when the strikes hit and, and yeah, you lose your earnest money when that would happen. Uh, and I had 24 hours and I just felt peace to move forward to God's just gonna, going to take care of it. I, I don't know exactly how it's all going to work out, but I, I tell my wife and kids uh, often, uh, said we've never missed a meal. Uh, so, uh, you know, I just, I just believe God's going to work it out. I, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. Yeah. Little, little leaner season than we had uh, hoped and dreamed about, but, um, but yeah, but I do have a lot of friends who, who are, you know, who, who are in trouble. I uh, just, you know, having to sell houses and those kind of things. Yeah. It's a tough, tough time. I like that though, Darren, because, you know, it's walking by faith. And, and the, I think you said something key that you felt peace about it because there wouldn't have been any wrong thing if you would have backed out because you think, you know what, God protected me there. But that's a good, that's the way I've lived my life too. There's, there's times I think, you know what, doesn't really make sense in the natural for us to go after the compact center. But you know what, I feel peace. I feel faith and you know, you take that step of faith and yeah. not knowing all the answers is what faith is all about. But uh, I, I love that thought that you brought. We're, we're, I'm in it. I'm deep in it right now. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> you know, you're, we'll, see, we'll uh, see how it goes. Yeah. I have a message uh, called sure. in the in the middle of a miracle, because when you're in the middle of it, it's just like, wait, there's walls of water and it doesn't feel too hot. But, you know, that's what we have to trust and believe. But hey, Darren, let's let's keep moving. How about the, the name of your company, Reserve Entertainment? I, I spent, I don't know, 13 or more years working for Hollywood. I worked for MGM, worked for lots of people, produced other people's films. And, uh, and I, had, um, I, I had a moment where I was offered a very big job um, from a very big producer director. And, but it was to produce all of his slasher movies, horror movies. At the time, we had a, a one-year-old, and it was it was a it was a very handsome offer, and I just knew I, it wasn't right. And so, out of that, uh, I was prompted to 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 write a manifesto. I had my own little Jerry Maguire moment uh, for those of you who've seen that film, and uh, so I, I write a manifesto, and and, and when you're what would birth out of it was my own company because I felt like God was saying, I have stories I want to tell through you as opposed to me working for Hollywood. I felt like God wanted to use me to tell stories like Blue Miracle and others. Um, 
And then I was like, okay, well, what's the name, right? Because there's, if you look on the internet and you do all the searches, every name is taken, it feels like, right? Yeah. Um, And and I was really inspired by Jesus' first miracle of turning water into wine. And in my paraphrased version is, is that the guy running the wedding party says, whoa, where did this reserve wine come from? Yeah. Uh, and it just is always spoken to me that Jesus cared about the quality of the wine. And as a filmmaker, I care about the quality of the movies that I'm making, the quality of the stories that we're telling. And then the second part about that 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 wedding is that the, the guy says it actually goes against our culture to bring the reserve wine out second. Yeah. Uh, and so the kind of movies that I'm making are really going against our current culture's thinking uh, as it pertains to Hollywood culture. Yeah. And I love that. That's that. That's, that, that's the inspiration behind the uh, reserve entertainment. I love that. Uh, I love too that, um, you know, you're going against the the culture. Is it is it difficult for you to get your movies sold? And I mean, it's you obviously has made it have made it happen. God's made it happen through you. But how how is that working against maybe culture that would rather do something else? You know, it's certainly uh, I've been very fortunate to continue to get movies made, uh, but you know, not every studio not every streamer uh not every you know yeah financiers interested in the kind of films that i'm making so uh it definitely limits the you know my my opportunities uh, with with where i might get them financed so yeah. uh so yeah yeah but god knows how to open the doors and i like too darren you said that um you know you felt like god said i want you to i want to make movies through you or i encourage people you know at times you know, we don't know all that we have in us. And there's times, you know, yeah, there's some times we're going to work for people for a lifetime. But I encourage people, too, to, you know, take steps of faith. Sometimes God wants you to own your own business or start your own practice. Or And I think I know how I felt when my dad passed. It's like, I can't do that. But we don't always know what's in us. And, and I love that when you took that step of faith, because you know, that was much easier to take a lucrative position doing something you weren't passionate about. But you took this step of faith, and that's when you see God's favor and open doors and, you know, Netflix taking your movies and all. That's It's those steps of faith. It, it is a step of faith, and, I, and God did test me after after I made that decision because uh, uh, the, the, your listening audience will love this. I ended up going about 18 months without a paycheck. Uh after launching my own company, because I had, I turned down all the things that I felt like didn't line up with yeah. the, the vision that I had spent time crafting in my manifesto. So, uh, my wife's going, are you sure you heard from God? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, uh, but God's worked it all out. Yeah. I love that. Darren, tell me about how you've seen God move in some of your on your movie sets, I know there's got to be some interesting stories there. Shooting all the the films that you've shot, I was I was doing a uh, movie with uh, Tim Tebow. I don't know if you know who. Tim yeah, Tebow. yeah, sure. Uh, uh, and Tim Tebow was one of my um, one of my producing partners on it, and so it, it obviously had football in the movie. It's a movie called Run the Race, and and we were uh, we were in Birmingham, Alabama, trying to get this 
trying to get this movie made and we were prepping the movie and and we needed a we needed a football field with a school that people just open their arms and let us come and take yeah you take over the location uh for for quite a while and we were getting rejected by everybody in Birmingham no we don't want to you know they're in the middle of a school they don't want they don't want a film crew coming yeah. in and <laughs> taking over and I'm standing in the middle of uh of a field that was a no and I get a phone call from a buddy of mine who is a Nike exec he's like hey I was just thinking about you and I'm like oh cool so I'm down here making a football movie with Tim Tebow uh oh you're in Birmingham he goes you got to call my buddy over quarterback nation he lives right there in Birmingham and he I'm loop him in and so it literally on the phone calls this guy and then this guy loops in the you know the coach at another school and we we were at that school in 10 minutes and they they just opened their arms to us they gave us all the football players the uniforms the they actually gave us uh, all of their their students to be extras and they would let them off of school if they come be extras in, on the movie wow uh and i was stuck in Birmingham going, we might have to find another city. And then uh, a Nike exec calls me in. Yeah. Just like that, God just uh, brought favor and uh, it, was, it was pretty miraculous. Yeah. I love those moments, Darren, because you can't say that's just a coincidence. I mean, only <laughs> only God can make that happen. And Darren Mormon's my, my guest today. And Darren, um, what do you think about the entertainment industry? Where's it all going? What's, what's your dream for it? the audience worldwide is watching they're they're streaming you know more more than ever before you know you get you get in front of you know your congregation maybe one two hours a week uh and then they turn on netflix or amazon or whatever that is for you know two hours a day or eight hours some people eight hours a day and so uh you know my, my goal is that we we really do something big so that we can meet them you know, where they're watching in their living room on their phones so that that's uh i believe that that's attainable it seems like darren it is of uh, faith-based movies inspiration whatever you call them it's they've they've come up to a higher level and i've had the uh, honor of talking to people other film producers like you and it seems like it's it's a it's a strong day for faith-based projects it is I, I think you know we're we're, we're learning uh and, and our audience is you know is expecting better yeah and uh we, we got to meet them there uh and i think when we meet them there the rest of the audience will will follow yeah yeah i get i get surprised um i did a movie called same kind of different as me uh, which is actually a movie set in texas uh, true story we, we travel quite a bit making movies. I was in the Middle East making a film and we were sitting, um, having dinner in the Middle East in this, uh, this Jewish couple uh, from Chicago started saying the same kind of difference as me was their favorite film ever. And, and you just go, wow, okay, you know, God is using uh, our content to impact people. I love that. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I've heard great reviews about it. So my guest is Darren Mormon. He's got great films, and some of these we can we can all watch. I, I love to be inspired. 
I know in films you got to have the the negative side to get to the positive, but some of it is just uh, not yours. But sometimes there's entertainment. You know, you leave and you think, man, I don't feel any better at all. You know, it kind of pulls you down. And <laughs> I think there's so much negativity in the world. That, you know, you see some of these stories you're talking about. That that brings faith and inspiration. And God, you can do that for me. And so. We celebrate what you're doing and all God's done through you. Tell me, I saw uh, you're doing a project with Nick Vujacek. Uh, he's, a, he's a friend of mine, too. Nick, for you know, for you guys that don't know him, he doesn't have any arms or legs, but he's a, an amazing person, a great speaker. And But what's your, what's your film or documentary about with him? Uh, so yeah, I got I to gotta give you a little backstory. Um, it, w- it was 2017, and... And I woke up one morning and I just had this overwhelming feeling I'm supposed to tell Nick's story. Now, I had never met Nick, hadn't been watching any of his videos. Uh, it's not like, but I just had this overwhelming feeling I'm supposed to tell this guy's story. Uh, two nights later, my wife and I were at a film premiere uh, and uh, we we meet a young woman and she says, hey, my name is uh, Michelle, you know, Boychich. And I'm like, as in Nick? And she's like, I don't know why I said my last name. Uh, and I said, I know why. And I just was, I just took a bold moment and said, uh, I said, I'm supposed to tell your brother's story. Uh, and we ended up having dinner with him like three nights later, him and his wife and I. Uh, and so uh, I just love how God promptings uh, opened the door. Uh, so we are just finishing his documentary. It's going to be spectacular. And we just, um, the, the script for a feature, you know, scripted movie is just finished. And we'll, we'll start preparing for that when all the strikes are over. It. Uh, his story is so beautiful. I mean, to me, he's the most inspirational person on the planet. Uh, when we think about where we are in the world where, you know, things have, you know, the bottom's fallen out for a lot of people. Uh, Nick's story is a reminder that no matter what hand you've been dealt, uh, God can still use you and do amazing things through you. So uh, that's, that's my, that's my Nick story. I love that guy. Darren, take the last word. Maybe somebody's listening and, you know, they're in a difficult time. Doors maybe haven't opened for them or, you know, they're they're struggling. They, they're trying to make some movies, so to speak, their dream, but they haven't seen the, well, they hadn't seen the favor that you've seen, but, you know, maybe you can speak to them for a moment. You know, here's, here's, here's an expression somebody gave me uh, is just uh, trust God and do the next thing. And, and I've seen that over and over in my life. And, and it, my, my journey has not been a straight path. You know, I've, that, that next thing, you know, was, oh, I got to take this job at MGM at that time uh, to, you know, to pay the rent and I got to do this thing over here. Uh, and then I just feel like we're, we're, if we're faithful in that, we're hearing God's promptings, just like the Nick waking up with the Nick thing, you know, uh, and to be bold when, when that moment arises to be bold with your faith and say, no, I'm supposed to tell your brother's story. Uh, yeah, we, ha- we have to walk out that faith. Yeah, that's so good. Darren, great talking to you. And uh, we sure enjoyed it. And we just appreciate what you're doing. We're going to catch your movies as well. But uh, thanks for taking this time. Yeah, thanks so much, Joel. Really appreciate the time with you. 
If you want to find out more about Darren's movies or how you can watch, go to reserveentertainment.com. You'll find some great things there. And Darren, again, we appreciate you so much. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Conversations with Joel on Joel Osteen Radio. You can listen on demand anytime with the SXM app or at SiriusXM.com. To find out more, call 855-585-JOEL. That's 855-585-JOEL.